are listening to the Barbara May Show, the place where we discuss all that really matters. We will cover all you need to know about lifestyle, health, spirituality, and plus so much more. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You are listening to episode 37 with Judy V. I am so excited to introduce you to this incredibly powerful interview full of knowledge and experiences. In this episode, we will dive into the topic of feminine energy. It's so important to identify feminine energy, be aware of it, and learn how to work with it. We will talk about the concept of time, and what is the truth behind the time, and what happens if we collapse the time. Judy is an entrepreneur and philanthropist, truly an extraordinary soul who has been a victim of rape and abuse for almost 19 years. Now a multimillionaire living in Barbados with several businesses all over the world. She's committed to make a difference through her childhood challenges. Judy found her passion in empowering people to love and honor themselves regardless of what happens in their lives. Let's dive in. Hello, Judy. Welcome to my podcast. My first question for you is, and there's a question I ask every single guest who comes on the podcast, is what are you grateful for? Oh my gosh. I am deeply grateful for the purpose I have in life. I'm deeply grateful for the experiences that have given me awareness of that purpose. And I get to live, eat and breathe it every single day. So um, that would be my, the biggest thing that I would be grateful for. And the first thing that I acknowledge every single morning and every single night before going to sleep. I love it. Oh, so nice. <laughs> Judy, I want to talk to you today about the rise of feminine energy. It has been going on for quite some time. So now I'll let you dive into it deeper. I just want to say for the listeners that there is the rise of feminine energy. And we are not talking about the feminism and I'm a woman and Mm -hmm. I talked about this in the previous podcast as well we are most definitely living in an era of a of of a uh, patriarchal society and we're not talking about as you mentioned earlier men or women or what you identify as it's got nothing to do with that that is purely energetics and we're living in a very much a very um, masculine energy at the moment where it's all about the doing, which is leading to exhaustion, overwhelm, uh, is leading to more and more and more living in our mortal sphere of life within the confines of our mortality, where we, we naturally will navigate back to the ego where which sits in the amygdala which is in the hindbrain or the critical brain or the reptilian brain whichever we want to call it and we respond and interact and 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 navigate our way through that true life based on that the very essence of that is survival and the very essence of survival is lack therefore we're entangling with lack all of the time and that is exhausting it's creating overwhelm stress and dis-ease in the body and it's compounding and hence we are living in the society we're living in right now now fortunately there's a massive oh an almost like a swell of 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 a movement happening where people are starting to wake up and say hold on a second there's got to be another way and there is because we are so much more than our mortal body we're so much more than what we can see as evidence in our mortal body we are the universe, the universe is us. Now I was incredibly lucky to have that insight 
as a child when I was about 15 years old and I got to see it in real. I got to really, really see it. And, and that is where we are wise to start connecting with. And that is the feminine energy of being, not the doing, not the howing, not the whating, but the being, that state of being, where we're connected in with the wisdom of the universe, connected in with the understanding that we're one with the universe, not separate from the universe. And with that comes a an intuitive connection with the universal intelligence that we're surrounded by at all times. And when you have that, not only is very possible and uh, predict, almost, almost predictable, actually, that you will live a life in abundance, in flow and ease. And to the point that if you're an entrepreneur, for example, where you're, like, you're consumed with seeking and searching for the next perfect strategy to grow your audience, grow your business, grow your sales. It doesn't matter what strategy you use when you're coming from that empowered being state where you're connected in with the wisdom of the universe, understanding that you're one with the universe, not separate. You actually shift, physiologically shift from the amygdala, from the, the critical mind, from the ego into what we call the forebrain, the telencephalon, which is the heart brain, where you've got the heart brain connection, which is where you've got the wisdom. The, in that place, you've got insight, foresight, objectivity, and you navigate effortlessly. So it's a very different way of being. And in that being, there's abundance. The universe is abundant. There's nothing lack. There is no lack in the universe. And when you're coming from that place, you're entangling with abundance, you're entangling with limitless energy and infinite wisdom. And that is the most simple explanation of the difference between the masculine energy and the feminine energy and how life would be different when you are living in one or the other. Yeah, I love that. I love what you said. And also it's so important there is a balance because we both we have both of those energies. We have yeah. the masculine energy and we have the feminine energy. And when it's imbalanced, um, things don't go right. I have just done an episode on, on a period on menstrual cycle. And I know of so many women who have lost their periods because they have not been using their feminine energy and they were only in their masculine go 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 for example mm. to me i have um I developed a lump on my breast on my right breast which is obviously for the listeners who are listening which is the the masculine side is because i have been building the podcast my business and all i've been doing was just go 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 and it's very easy to kind of get addicted to it like everything has to be balanced out we get addicted to it because we get caught in the immediate yeah. gratification we get caught in the living of the now we we get caught in the requiring evidence for everything so if we can't see evidence of the fact that it's possible therefore we've got to create that evidence or we've got to seek that evidence so there's it's almost like becoming like a bottomless pit where we're looking outside of ourselves all the time for the answers what's the next step what's the next strategy what is the what should i be doing how do i do it what do i do those very questions are are coming from a place of lack that you don't have that information already inherently and two coming from a place of of limited limitedness you know limited awareness and seeking every everything outside of ourselves whereas within we have access to all that information 
we have access to when we connect with that being that that feminine state of who we are there's an intuitive knowing what's the next step what do you who and what and how and you just go with that flow and one of the amazing things when you do that is that you find decisions are no longer required and discipline is no longer needed because those discipline and decisions are coming from a place of well if i've got to decide that that means i don't get that that means you don't say so there's a that decision comes from a what what's what is better for me in this moment in time whereas when you're coming from a place where of a knowing there is no no decisions required you do make choices of course you do but there's no deliberate deliberating over decisions there's just a knowing and that's what creates the flow and but in order to be able to do that you need to be able to let go of the requirement for evidence and we're living in a society and it's been so exacerbated by social media that we're needing evidence do this strategy this is the high ticket strategy do this and you'll get high ticket clients do this and you'll get that whoa we need to step back from that we are wise to step back from that because all we're gonna that is limited that is finite that is competitive and that is exhausting and that's what creates disease in our bodies abundance and infinite opportunities and limitless potentiality we are born with it and we have it at our fingertips at all stages through life what we were born with it we still have it no matter where we're at in life we can all any time reconnect with it all that's happened is a brief moment in time where we've had experiences and conditioning that has we that has put us into a situation that we're now disallowing it what would your advice to be to people who feel the way I need to do it? Otherwise, the world's going to end. I need to keep going because I have the five posts I have to create for Instagram. I have to chase this. Otherwise, if I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to move anywhere. And obviously, the concept of time, if you, if you would like to explain, I did this workshop about the moon. A year on the moon lasts 27 days. So I just, sorry, I just wanted to throw that in because it's just such a nice realization um, in comparison to, to the time we got given and the time what we create for ourselves. In that masculine energy, we look at time from a linear perspective. Now that time from a linear perspective is a man-made construct. Now, whilst you, you, you rightly say, it's not about being all in the feminine or and it's not about the masculine being all bad. Absolutely not. We, it's what I said, we can't separate the inseparable. We are one with the universe. Equally, we can't separate our masculine and feminine energies. That's what I say, we need to, we are wise to marry our inner technology, our feminine energy with our outer technology, the masculine energy. And when we are manage that balance, walk in that duality, we are incredibly empowered and unstoppable because we have the best of both. Now, in the feminine energy, from the, in that dynamic, there's a completely different time. You collapse time in that feminine energy. Time is not linear. Time, there are, there are, time is, is complete. There is only this moment. And there's ways in which we can powerfully impact time to, because a lot of people talk about space and time, 
I talk about time and space. You expand time and you create so much space to, to create what it is you would love. That to the point that you're not rushed, you're not under time pressure, you're not under the lack of time because people end up in the masculine energy doing things, trying to do things faster, 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 faster. That in itself is coming from a lack place, lack of time. There is no lack of time when you're coming from that feminine side. There's a couple of things, if, if it's okay with you, Barbara, that I can suggest how people can manage that in the energetic space. So in the masculine area, how we impact time and how we shrink time dramatically is that we bring our past conditioning and perceptions into this innocent moment in time. This right now is an innocent moment in time. It does not deserve the baggage and the perceptions of past experiences. What's happening right now is unique. It's got nothing to do with anything that's happened in the past, but we bring it into this present moment. So we bring the, the perceptions, the limited limitations of those, those perceptions and judgments of past experiences and our conditioning into this moment in time. So we slow down time, we thicken time, we put, we chair, we convert energy, high vibrational energy into matter in that moment in time. The next thing is we look at the now, and this is largely because of our conditioning being the way in which society we, we are all reared. We are conditioned to look at now, 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 now is this, I want to do this now. That's why there's so much consumer debt is that we look for the immediate gratification of now instead of looking at time from a different perspective what you intentionally do now is it right now is it good for me now and is it good for me in the, in the future because we're always we've got two timelines we've got the now and the future and what we do now will impact the next moment and the next moment will do next moment so if we do nothing now the next moment that means nothing whereas if we do something now intentionally that creates an impact on the next moment. And that's how we start collapsing time. Imagine if you lived intentionally on that, in, that, in that energetic framework for one year, how much you would actually create. It's yeah. an extraordinary thing. And it's actually something I was talking in a, on a webinar yesterday. It's some, until you've actually really experienced it, it's something that's very difficult to explain what it's like. But it's life-changing when you start to understand the truth about time and the feminine energy and you start living that in the masculine energy. You don't find yourself, oh, I need to get these five posts done. I need to get this done. Oh, I must come down. I mean, that just does not happen. It might happen as a habit, but then you catch yourself and you realize, hold on a second, it's okay. I've got plenty of time. It feels like we need a, we need a teachers of time. We need a coaches who will coach about the time. And I don't know if you have experienced this, if we go to different places around the world. So if we visit different places, it doesn't have to be like you are currently in Barbados. It doesn't have to be um, a nice location. The time stops there, doesn't it? It's just, mm. the, you keep looking at the time and just thinking, oh my goodness, it's still three o'clock. How's that possible? It's because the energetic field over there just doesn't get swimmed <laughs> like, like somewhere else because we are the ones who are creating it. Do you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Like, sure, like five minutes of, of pain will feel like a long time, right? Five minutes of absolute joy will go like this. But there is another way of experiencing time, and that is when you are in high vibration, high frequency state, 
when you are an energetic match for what it is you would love to create and you are consciously, intentionally and powerfully um, mindful in that moment, that five minutes will stretch. You'll be amazed at what you can achieve in that five minutes. It won't be gone like that. When you're having a lot of fun and joy and everything and you're like in the moment, in the present, yeah, it, that's a quick five minutes. But you can experience that, but that five minutes will feel like an eternity when you are intentional, when you are, when you are, what you are doing has impact. Every moment, every choice has impact and intentionality. What you are in that high frequency zone of abundance, you, you are then living in an abundant state. And what actually happens is that time remains in the energetic frequency, doesn't get thickened by being turned into matter. And the way in which I explain it is that when you are shrinking time dramatically by living in lack and constantly chasing and living in moment to moment to moment and bringing past perceptions into this innocent moment, it's like wading through a part of treacle. That's what it feels like wading through life. That's when you start feeling life is happening to you rather than life happening for you. That's when you actually start also feeling like you're a leaf in the wind of life rather than the hurricane in your life, being the hurricane in your life, the power in your life. Can we talk about the trilogy of transformation you have created? Yeah, that was about, <clears throat> that um, was the result of my own personal experiences. I had a very unusual childhood and therefore about, I was locked up um, from when I was about two years old until I escaped in my twenties. And uh, during that time, not going to school, not socializing and being tortured and, and used as a slave. When I did, did escape, I embarked on an extraordinary life. And that's a, quite some time ago now. It's about um, 30 years now. And when I was about 15 years old, I had this incredibly powerful, extraordinary experience. It was after about 15, 17 hours of torture, nonstop. And I walked into the bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and for the first time, I actually saw myself. I never remembered ever seeing myself before that. And it was, I literally was alive just because my heart was beating. That was, there was no purpose in my life. I felt like nothing. I didn't matter. Nothing. I felt only I lived because my heart still beated. As I looked at myself, something happened. And it was, I looked into my eyes and I saw beyond my mortal body. And I saw more beyond my mortal body. And um, it was almost like I was reaching in through my eyes down into my solar plexus. And as I did that, I grabbed something. And for years, I called it my something. And as I grabbed this something in my solar plexus, I was taken out of my body and I was somewhere else, literally somewhere else. One moment I was with the rain. One moment I was with the grass on the being cut. One moment I was in the trees with the birds and the leaves rustling. I, it was the sensation, the, the feathers, the freedom, the, the smell of the grass, the feel of the rain, the, the, the hearing of the leaves. It was just the most extraordinary experience. And in that moment, time collapsed. I could see everything of the past. I could see where I am. And in that moment, as I saw where I was, when I walked into that bathroom, I looked at myself in the mirror and I had blood on my lips and bruised cheeks and torn 
um, really threadbare, pale blue nighty on. And in that, and, and I was hurting. I felt like nothing. I felt like meat. I felt that didn't matter. But in that moment, in that space, I looked at my body, I could see my body. And in that moment, I felt no pain. I felt no worthlessness. I felt no suffering. In that moment, I felt joy. I felt love and compassion. The most extraordinary sense of peace I experienced in that moment. It was beautiful. And in that same moment, I could look this way and I could see the opportunities ahead of me in life. I could see what I could create in life. I could see everything in context right there in that moment, the past, the present, the future. And in that moment, I could see that I could pluck literally any possibility. There was limitless possible, limitless opportunities and potentiality in that moment. And it's almost like in that moment, I picked on a direction my life would take, take. And I have lived that out. When I came back into my body, I knew then that I lost all fear and all um, sense of powerlessness with my environment. I knew as I walked out of that bathroom, I was a different girl that walked in. My something was all powerful. You could break my body, but you could never touch my spirit. And nothing did. Now, it took me a few more years to escape, but that's okay. Because what I was able to do was prepare myself. And I knew that when I got out, I would do, when I escaped, I knew what I would create. And here's the interesting thing. With no education, no money, no socialization, no social skills. Now, this all happened in Ireland. Nothing, no interaction, no nothing just torture. I escaped in Ireland and I got to London and I landed in London with nothing, knowing nobody, but I, ha I had clarity in my vision. I knew what I was going to do. And what I, the, what I chose to do at the time was I wanted a job in trading or oil and gas, merchant banking or shipping, because I had developed a fascination with how the world operates in financially. No, I was, we were really, really poor. I, there were times when I, being locked up, I would resorted to eating dog food. That was really poor. So having, you know, living a luxury lifestyle and having lots of money was something that I had determined in that moment that I would always have. And, uh, and within days, I had a high paying job as a trading accountant on an oil and gas trading floor. There was no evidence. It was not predictable, but I did it. I created it. That was just the first of thousands of, incidences and experiences that I've created through being in my feminine energy, united with the universe, knowing I'm one with the universe, knowing that I have access to infinite wisdom of the universe. And somebody might say to me, but how do you know? How did you know what to do? How did you, how did you know? I just did. We all do. It's not about the strategy. It's not about the what. It's not about the how. It's about your being. And in that being state, when it's high in your values, when it's important enough, when you are aligned, when you have the frequency match for that which you desire, you magnetize that frequency. You will know exactly what to do, how to do, when to do it, 
every, all the details. The challenge we have is that we haven't got evidence of it. The evidence in society is that I would end up a prostitute, an alcoholic, a drug addict, broken relationship, pretty much classified as a loser. Far from it. I'm a multimillionaire. I live in Barbados with a husband of 22 years. And I live my purpose every single night, every single day of my life. Those experiences gave me my purpose to be empowered, empowered in all areas of life and empower others. That's from that place is where I developed the trilogy of transformation. So to work with people, to connect back into their feminine energy to, uh, and to understand in that feminine place, the frequency to connect with, to magnetize and create from that place. And also the truth about time, the, the past, the present and the future, we collapse them into one. And when you do that, you create exponential magic. And um, can you talk about what is the trilogy of transformation? Yeah, basically there's three levels to it. It's where we, we charge, capitalize and champion. And um, my mission in life is as a society we learn to embrace challenges and have appreciation for support rather than just being addicted to support and running from challenge so that's why the trilogy of transformation is made up of capital uh, charger challenges capitalized challenges champion challenges so the charger challenge is to when when i was talking about the perceptions judgments of a past experience into this innocent moment in time we make we ensure that that you don't do that we we charge those challenges we balance them out because we live in a duality you will never have one without the other but the problem is we are conditioned to believe that challenge is bad and we need support and that exacerbates our survival instinct so we move out I, we move out of that survival move out of that lack move out of the ego into the heart brain and find where was the balance if you were raped Okay, this is a hard conversation for a lot of people. They're going to be they're going to be activated with this conversation. If you like, if you were raped or you had an abu an abusive relationship or whatever the situation might be, you will be able to mine those challenges and find a balance and find a perfection. When when you do that, and when I work with people and we do that, they have tears in their eyes of gratitude and appreciation. I was able to do this work so powerfully, see the perfection. And my heart just burst open that one of the perpetrators was my father. There was a lot, but one of them was my father. But And I reported him and he was, went, went to court. And uh, it was the first ever in the world actually to be held out of camera. So therefore it was in public. It was very publicized. He was sentenced to 54 years. And, um, and then after a couple of years in prison, he was transferred to a hospice. And the, the police detective who was in charge of investigating the case contacted me. I was in South Africa saying he's been moved to a hospice. He only has a um, short time to live. And I knew without, without before I put the phone down that that was it. I was going back to Ireland and I was going to see him. And I, I saw him and I didn't know why, didn't understand. I, it, this, was, this, was happened, this was now quite some time, it was 2004. I hadn't developed the trilogy of transformation. I was still in that exploratory what, how, why. I was still researching consciousness and trying to understand what happened to me. How did it happen? Why am I like this and others not like it? Why do? Why is everyone thinking that I should be in therapy and I should be doing this and this? It was that that was the time of that dialogue and conversation going on in my mind. So I went back and I had no idea why. My husband didn't really understand either, but he loved me and under, he just would be with me. And I remember walking in to see my father and the first words out of my mouth were, 
thank you, dad, I love you. And I hugged him because I truly appreciated, no matter how horrific those experiences, that there was the equal, there was a balance. And in that balance, when I recognized the balance, it gave me my purpose and I love it. I wouldn't want to change it for anything. And the experiences I've had and the life I have is perfect. So when you're able to, no matter what you've experienced, that's why I can work with people because the extent of my experiences, I've been able to find that balance. I know I can work with anybody to find that balance. And when you find that balance, you are free. This moment in time is an innocent moment in time, not coming from a place of, of perceptions, judgments, challenges, charge, conditioning. It's a, and in that moment, in this moment in time, you are free to step into the frequency the, and magnetize what it is you would love, be a magnet for what it is you would love to create. So that's the first level. And then the second level is capitalize your challenges with, we don't experience, the experiences we have throughout our life are there to give us the school, skills and tools in the mortal world to fulfill our purpose in life. And the more we are in alignment with that, the more effortless, effortless our vocation, our, our work on this planet will be. And that's where we live a legacy life, creating incredible wealth in all areas of life, not just financial, but in all areas of life. And then we move on to the next level, which is where you champion your challenges, where you create paradigm shifts in, in, in society and exemplify what is possible, where you become a true leader for yourself, for others, and you're able to be led equally as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's um, in essence, that in a nutshell, that's what the trilogy of transformation is. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very unique. I love the forgiveness and I love the self-realization and, and I love how, how it's presented. You are saying that women are master creators. Yes. If I have a male audience and the men are listening, Mm. and they need to know how they balance the energy what would your advice be interesting it's a really interesting question would it surprise you if i said to you that most of my clients are men really yes most of my clients are men and this is the dialogue we have this is the conversation we have they are looking to step into to, they're looking to rather sorry my apologies they're looking at to balance their energy from the masculine and embracing the feminine energy within we do not we have a misunderstanding about energies feminine and masculine energies in the in society for example a classic one is that a woman might say well i'm a mother i'm all, I, i'm mothering all the time i'm 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 a mother there i'm only in my feminine energy mothering is a masculine energy it's not a feminine energy. It's the doing. Mothering is the doing. You get in between a bear and a cub. You want to see feminine energy there? Oh, no. You will see outright masculine energy. You will see a bear that roars up and rips you apart if you step between her and a cub. Mothering is a masculine energy. And that's my, and this is part of the, the, the shift in perceptions I think we are wise to take. It is not about the doing. It's not about the how. It's not about the what. It's about the being. 
it's about the being. And, and one of the things that I did in a masterclass the other day is I said to people, okay, take a deep breath, visualize yourself in a field in the middle of nowhere, nowhere, naked. There's nothing around, just a field, no animals, no people. There is nothing except nature. You're standing there naked. Who are you? Without the seeking of money, without the seeking of success, without the seeking of status, without the seeking of a relationship or without the, the inner dialogue of this one did that and that one did that and this and that and all these inner critic, critical voices standing there in nature, naked, with nothing and no one around you, who are you? Are you able to feel to the core of your body joy for no reason, appreciation, gratitude for no reason, compassion for no reason, just because, love for no reason, gratitude, appreciation, love, empathy for no reason, for no reason, not because but for no reason. That's the feminine energy. And that's the place that the more we can step into that and the more our autonomic central nervous system is telling us, oh, there's oh, 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 all these little things that come up. Let's work on that. Let's work on that until you are able to stand there and feel those states. They're not emotions. They're greater. They're on a different plane. Those emotions, they are not your classical emotion driven from the ego. They are a being state. And when you can sit in that for no reason, no matter what, not as long as, not if this or if that, but for no matter what, that is your feminine energy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel super powerful in that middle of that field. <laughs> I'm so powerful. <laughs> that, that, that is the place that is just the source. That's where you're one with the universe and you're connected in with the universe of wisdom and intelligence, beauty, perfection, the love, where you're not separate from anything. We strive in the masculine energy to separate ourselves from everything, to compete, but it's not like that. Love it. Thank you so much, Edie. Um, Where can listeners find you? Where can they get in contact with you? What is happening? <laughs> Where are you <laughs> other than Barbados? Yeah, I'm in Barbados, having a lot of fun in Barbados. Um, so you can contact me. My website is judyv.com or come to my page, my Facebook page, which is Judy V Attuned to Prosperity. My brand name is Attuned to Prosperity as a, it's sort of a, as a reminder to attuning to prosperity, attuning to abundance, attuning to freedom. Um, and that's the names of all my programs as well to remind us to connect in with our feminine energy. So my Facebook page is uh, Judy V Attuned to Prosperity. Come and uh, connect with me there. I've just finished a three-day powerful um, masterclass um, called The Revolution, which is the Feminine Energy Revolution. Um, I will be doing another one. It's a free masterclass. I will be doing another one. Um, so come and like the page and uh, join my free group, Attuned to 
wealth, which is Facebook group. We have interesting conversations there about attuning to wealth. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me, Barbara. It was, a fa it was fabulous to be able to speak openly and honestly. It really was. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you would like to get in touch with Judy and find out all about what she does, please do dive into the show notes. All the links are listed there. And I cannot wait to see your next episode. With gratitude, Barbara Maine.